Hallelujah. Open up your Bibles. Yeah. Go with me to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, I'm going to begin verse 19. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. So it's talking about heavenly bank account, where you can deposit, you can withdraw. Amen. Amen. Where, where nothing can break in and steal. And I guarantee you the interest rate in the heavenly bank account is greater than any rate you could get here in this world. Now go with me in verse 25. It says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothe the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. I, I read a, a story this past week about people who are telling, and they're, they're just making a decision that during Christmas they're not giving out gifts. You know, for whatever reason, maybe they didn't have, or maybe they just thought it was not even worth giving gifts to anybody, so they... They just chose to, they, they're saying, I believe it was something like six out of ten people said they just don't want to give gifts out this year. They didn't want to give gifts out this year. But I, I believe that they, the reason why is uh, they forgot the reason why we give gifts. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus is the gift that we all receive through salvation. And so because we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we give unto one another in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We give to them to, 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 to celebrate, celebrate our Lord and Savior, to celebrate that Jesus, the gift of God, has been given to us. That we are saved through, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we give gifts as an expression of our faith and our love and our thanksgiving unto God for giving us the most precious gift. Of Jesus Christ and so when I when I'm when I buy something or make something and and I give something it's not just to bless that person but I give it in the name of my Lord and my Savior Jesus Christ and it's an act of celebration because he lives and he's real and I love him amen and so if you were thinking about not giving gifts I want to change your mind I want you to get excited about Christmas. Get excited about giving gifts. 
Begin to stir up a passion and a desire. Be, be that, that person that, that has done the research and walks into that mall like, a, like a, a Navy SEAL. Ready to attack and do damage and to, and, and to, to get the, the right gift for the, the person that God has put in your heart. Giving is a privilege. Giving is a, a blessing. And I understand that you might look at your finances and say, well, I just don't have enough. I got to take care of the bills. I got to take care of my, my mortgage, my rents, my, my car notes, the bills that I got. I got to take care of that. I don't know if there's enough. But I want to tell you, if you have the right heart of just serving God, loving God, and not worrying about what you don't have, but begin to claim what you do have, that your Father is faithful to provide, you will see that you will buy with no money. You will have faith that whatever you need, God will provide, not just to, to receive the, the, the taking care of your needs, but to be a blessing unto others. The Word of God says that the promise of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham is that God will bless you and make you a blessing. And I can tell you, it's no greater blessing than to be, a, to be able to give to someone you love on, on, on Christmas. And so if you will just change it over to walk by faith. Change it over from, instead of saying, I don't have enough, there's no way. Begin to go before God, say, Father, you are my source and my supply. I'm asking you for this increase in my life so that I can bless somebody with this gift. So I'm going to pray it in. I'm going to trust you, Father, that you will provide. And as I trust that you will provide, I just rest in, that, in your faithfulness. When you have a heart of faith, believing God that he will provide what you do not have, you're going to see that, the, the, that there's going to be increase that's going to be released upon your life. That the, spiritual, the spirit of God will begin to, to, to move on your behalf. And the angels of the Lord will go before you and you will have spiritual support. Everybody say spiritual support. I'd like to remind everyone that we are not flesh and blood, but we are spirit. And that we walk by faith and not by sight. When I was a, a kid, my, my mom would always get the, the, the magazines, that big magazine from, from uh, JCPenney's. And then, then there was service merchandise. And then if, you were, if, if you were very blessed, you got one from Sears. And, and I, when I saw that magazine... I went in that magazine, I took out a pencil and a, a, or a pen, and I began to circle everything I wanted. I want that. How many of y'all circled the stuff? How many of y'all remember those magazines? I never went to my mom and my dad and said, hey, mom, can you afford this? It didn't, that didn't matter to me. I, there was something I wanted, and I was going I, I to make it known what I want. And so I would circle it, and I would circle it, and next thing you know, the, the, the magazine would all be circled, and then my brother Mark would get angry at me because I circled all the good stuff. <laughs> but you know, I never, I, I do not remember a time where God did not provide for our family where I was able, where I was not able to receive the gifts. God always did. I never went to my father and I said, Dad, listen, I don't know what you're going to do about this Christmas because I'm really, I really want some big things this year. My dad didn't tell me what, where we was financially. He didn't, work, he didn't put the burden of, that, of, of the needs of the house upon me. 
All I knew is he, they would come with a magazine, and I figured that magazine was my magazine to make my petitions known unto my father. And I began to ask, and I would ask. And you know, it wasn't something I did, you know, two days before Christmas. You know, I, I almost did it. I did it one year where I, did, I talked about Santa, and I got in trouble. Because I said something that kids, their eyes got really big. What? I knew that there was going to be a time of preparation. I knew that there were going to, you know, so I made sure that I, I got my request in quickly. And I just trusted and I waited. And, 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 you know, Christmas time, I was supposed to be asleep, but I wasn't. I woke up my mom, I woke up my dad, I woke up my brothers, I woke up everybody. They'd say, go back to bed. I'd wait 30 minutes, wake them up again. But I had this sense of expectation to receive. And I don't know what happened, but just some way, somehow, what I wanted, what I circled in the magazine, found itself underneath that tree. I didn't know that my mom and my dad were walking by faith and believing God for the increase that they needed to bless me and my brother and my sister, my brothers and my sister. I didn't know that the steps of faith that they had to do to just be able to have more than enough. But somehow, some way, God did it. God provided. God blessed them. And I want to encourage you, wherever you are at, you might not have much, but wherever you are at, begin to use your faith that Christmas is going to be a great time of giving, that you're going to have a great celebration. There's going to be more than enough to bless your kids, more than enough to bless your family, and more than enough to bless your community. Tell your neighbor, God will supply. See, the Bible says that God knows what you need even before you ask. He knows. Last week, we gave away two pallets of, of groceries. There is a, 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 a friend in the church and a manager of, of a local grocery store. They had a delivery that day, Sunday morning, and they over-delivered two pallets of food. They could, had no place to store it, and they told them, just go and throw it. She called me up. She says, do you want it? I say, yes. We sent, I sent Brother Renee. He picked up the two pallets full of meats, every kind of food you can imagine. Beautiful food, brand new food, everything, frozen food. We, we filled up two, two freezers full of food, and then we gave out the food, and there was still more left over. We gave out the food to both congregations. I saw you guys a little late for praise and worship. You're, you're like, this is for barbecue tonight. This is, I saw you guys. I saw you. I walked into the church and said, where is everybody? They're shopping. They're shopping in the back. They got grocery carts. It was good stuff. Sunday night, I got, I got a message from a, a friend in the church. She said, Pastor, I just want to tell you thank you. Nobody knew but me and my, my family did not have any food. And we don't, we don't receive any increase until Friday. And uh, we didn't know what we were going to do for the week. But when I walked into church, Sister Flo grabbed a hold of me and said, come. And I saw all the food and I was able to get enough for me and my family. 
God knows. Amen. Tell your neighbor, God knows. He knows what you need. I want you to be like a child. The Bible says that we're supposed to receive the kingdom like a child. I want you to be like a child, just expecting to receive from the Lord. Expect to receive increase. Expect to receive bonuses. Expect to receive gifts. Expect to receive from the Lord. Expect that when you go to the store, even when you do not have enough, you go into the store by faith just to kind of look and see and touch and, and feel the things that you desire to bless others with. I want you to be, begin to expect to receive the gift from the Lord. Amen. And when you go there and faith, touch it, you know, look at the price. Look at all those things. It does not matter what it is. Just begin to use your faith and watch how God will help you to provide for your family, to bless your kids and be a blessing to, to your, 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 your loved ones. Amen. Now go with me to, to Mark chapter 11. Tell your neighbor, I walk by faith and not by sight. Mark 11, verse 24, it says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. One more time. Verse 24, Mark eleven twenty-four. 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you might, if you're very good, and you laugh at Pastor Kevin's jokes, It says, you will have them. Amen. Amen. Children, if you are here sitting next, sitting next to your parents, stop looking at your parents as your provider. Start putting down the things that you're desiring from God. Take it to the Father. Use your faith that God somehow will provide. And watch how God's provision will come. Parents, never tell your kids, we can't afford it. I'm not able. Take that request to God. Pray it in. Go before God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you for my child's desire. They desire this gift, this toy, this, this uh, provision. I ask you to bless them. In the name of Jesus, I believe that I receive it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You might say, well, pastor, you know, I have a bunch of, of loved ones, but I don't have any money to give them gifts. I want you to begin to see yourself carrying a bunch of gifts, wrapped beautiful gifts for every one of them and presenting to them. Start using your faith like a child that you receive the increase and the strength and the help from God. And as you do, watch how, watch how you'll be a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to understand that God's desire is to release his glory upon your life. When, 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 when people see you doing something that you could not do in your own strength and that the only reason you're able to do it is because of God, the Father receives glory. Amen. And so you need to learn to stretch your faith. Amen. You might say, well, Pastor, we have enough for a little bit here, a little bit there. Come on, people of God, raise your faith a little bit. Why don't you begin to believe God for a great increase? There's no, listen, God could do in one day more than you could do all year long. God could bless you in these last few weeks of the year more than all year long. Use your faith that God is the one that will help you. He's your source. He's your supply. Amen. I mean, if we're, if, how many of you plan on living out the rest of the year? You do? 
You plan on living the rest of 2017? How many plan on living throughout 2018? Let me see your hands. Oh, really? Well, might as well get your faith working. Start using your faith. Stop wasting time. Stop waiting for a pastor to preach over and over and over and over until finally you finally get it and you do it and you're like, oh, that's what you meant. But pastor, I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it. Faith ain't feeling. Pinch your neighbor. Now you feel something. Amen. Use your faith. Just, you know, well, pastor, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can. You can. Call those things that are not as though they are. Go before the Father. Father, I ask you for this in the name of Jesus. And I believe. Somebody shout, I believe. Come on, I believe. You just begin to believe it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just begin to believe. How it happens, that's not your problem. That's your heavenly father's problem. Listen, Jesus is not a liar and he's not a tease. Why did he put it in the scripture? It didn't say whatever you believe and if it's right according to the church. If they think that you need it or not. Some of you need to stop being religious. And just be like a child. I love the children. When children come to the altar, they don't just stay at the bottom. They run on the altar all over the place. They got this freedom. They start playing with, with the mics. They start playing with the drums. They start playing with stuff because, you know, they just got a freedom. Of course, when they see Fidel, they start thinking, oh. Just be free. Be like a child. Go before the Father. Let me just share one last testimony. I shared this the other day, and I just feel led. I, a friend of mine, he's an, an evangelist, and he was just starting out in the ministry. Didn't have a min, he didn't have any in, incre, increase coming his way. Didn't have no money. He would just go from whatever church would open up the doors, and, and they would give him an offering. You know, they would give him a, a love offering. Sometimes it's more love than offering, but they would give him a love offering. <laughs> And he came down to preach for me, and, and at the time, me and my wife, we were believing God for a, a Tahoe car, you know, and uh, a Chevy Tahoe, and, and that was before gas prices went up, and now they're down again, but before, you know, that time. And so, I took him with me as I went to go test drive the vehicle. You know, me and my wife were doing good financially. I knew that we had the power to, to purchase it and all that, and and so I went in there confident, knowing that my credit was good and all that good stuff. And, and so I went in there, and I, and, and I got behind the wheel, and the, the salesman was there, and my friend was in the back seat. And I'm driving down the street, and my friend is asking him, what, kind of, what colors does this, this vehicle come in? Uh, what's the gas mileage on this car? How, how's the lifespan of the, of the oil life? He started asking question after question after question. And I, I didn't ask any question. Now, I'm the one that's supposed to be buying. He's the one that's just riding. But he's asking the questions as if he's buying it. And afterwards, you know, we did the test drive. I saw him. I said, bro, you're, you're, you're acting like you're the one buying this thing. He says, I'm using my faith. God, God's going to bless me with one. He went off to go minister in New England. And then there was an opportunity for him to go into 
the northern part of Canada and ministered to the Indians over there. So he went over there to the north part of Canada. And when he came back to New England, he was staying at a pastor's house. And the pastor picked him up in the airport, brought him to the house, and had a, handed him keys. And he, he looked at his, the pastor and said, what are these? And he says, these are keys to your new, your new vehicle. And he looked, and it was a, it was a, a, uh, a Range Rover. And the pastor said, I know you, you're believing God for a Tahoe, but I thought we could do better, so we bought you a Range Rover. Brand new. Brand new. God does that. God does that. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Say, this Christmas, my family is blessed. We're going to give good gifts. We're going to pray them in. We're going to walk by faith. We're going to claim everything we desire. And we're going to give good gifts. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I just pray over your people this morning. I thank you that you are our source and our supply, that our banking is not in this earth. It's not about our credit in this world, but it's about the increase and the abundance and the blessings of heaven coming down upon us, Father God. We are sons of the Most High God. And Lord, all that you, all that you have is ours, Lord. You have given it to us, Father God. And so, Father, your word says that the earth is, is, is the Lord's and the fullness of it. And we just claim it, that it's part of our inheritance to reign and to have dominion here in this land. And so, Father, we just call things in. We call things forth. We speak increase, increase, so that we be a bless, We could be the, a blessing unto the, the nations. Your word says that we will be blessed and be a blessing. Lord, let your word be confirmed in our lives, Father. That there will be no lack, no want, that all our needs will be provided and all our desires will be given in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, I thank you that we will rise up our faith and that we will give unto one another good gifts, good gifts to tell the world that we have received the ultimate gift of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord Jesus. and We thank you for the honor of being able to live and serve you all the days of our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, give God praise, amen.